Alright, hi guys, welcome back to the Talkaholics Podcast, this is Iman, and this is Razia, and today we're going to be talking about something that we've talked about similarly in the past, so if you guys are a long time listener, you would remember years ago, <laughs> um, to be exact, episode 27, we did an episode called Muslim Girl Traveler's Guilt, and we talked about, you know, like traveling as a young Muslim girl <laughs> and the guilt that came along with it um, and if you are a Muslim girl you probably already know um, but essentially it was about how we felt a responsibility to stay home and wanting to do things for yourself and in this case was traveling tends to ha- uh, come with a bit of guilt and that can stop you from doing things and we did not let that stop us um, much to our families <laughs> anyways uh, so today we're gonna shift a little bit because you know we're a little or- older now and there's a there's other things that we want to do in life and one of the things that have come up is moving out of the family home prior to being married scandalous <laughs> um so yeah that's what we want to talk about because again it, this this idea of guilt comes yeah. up um and yeah, Razia, talk about your experience with this. <laughs> talk about how you've come to this moment. I think it's like such a natural like next step in like talking about yeah. our like I feel like the podcast has kind of followed our, our lives somehow and like our journey uh, as young women. But I, I I think it's just the next hurdle in our life. Like we got over the traveling thing. Iman and I prioritize travel and have prioritized travel um, like throughout our careers and throughout our lives. Um, and I, we've had a fair share of that. Not that we're done by any means. No, There's no. a lot of world to see. Just again. Um, so like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, along with that comes with like, you know, that taste of independence. You kind of wanted to continue and that yeah. involves like moving out, um, for both of us. So I think the guilt with that is like, it's, I mean, it's, it's very culturally based. So it's like not the same for everybody, obviously, mm-hmm. but I know for Iman and I, it's like, it it's not something that happens without the step of getting married or without the step yeah. of yeah you know like this other big serious step in your life and for us it's like it's more about independence it's more about taking control of our lives having yeah. your own routines being able to you know take ownership of our space having your own space yeah and it's not the same as having your own room <laughs> because <laughs> i've always had my own room <laughs> since i was a child so like it's yeah. very different when you're you kind of step out of that i don't know what it like for me personally like you said it's kind of it feels like the next natural step and yeah. like a lot of times people feel like the next natural step is marriage yeah and like not that i'm opposed to being married like i, I eventually would one day inshallah be married but like i don't feel like that's the next that's, that's not necessarily the next natural step for me in terms of like being an adult i yeah. feel like the next natural step would just be having my own space yeah. but then at the same time like the the point of view of the family is like what's the point like yeah. why are yeah. you spending your money when you don't have to um and obviously that's not the case for everybody because there are people sometimes who live at home and still yeah. have to pay rent and things like that but like i'm specifically for my case like i'm lucky to have to be able to stay home not have to pay rent or anything like that and just have to focus on you know whatever my bills are like personal bills yeah but it's like yeah there's that there's that kind of like need inside of you to step yeah. out on your own because i feel like i still feel like a child in some ways where i'm like oh my home and my parents pay for this house and yeah. and it's not that i haven't offered <laughs> to help pay <laughs> but they're like no save your money so i'm like yeah. okay well <laughs> yeah it's I one think, of those things it's yeah. like a cyclical thing and like i i think 
I think for anybody who's listening, I think if you're a Muslim girl, you get that. You get the shit. Like, the, I think that's something culturally wide. Like, no matter what your background is, it's like, so long as you're Muslim, you kind of get the culture around it. But for those listening, to, like, to kind of get a sense of, like, what, what the guilt stems from beyond culture, it's like, yeah. it's like, like, leaving, like, you know, leaving your house in a way that, like, feels like you're not supporting your parents. Like, that's a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, especially of much older parents, like, that's something that's more evident um so not being around is like tough uh and like there's that attachment issue i guess um but it's it's like it that's like i guess the natural part of life that like is hard to get over um and also it's just like i think a lot of like women right now like it's just an easier thing to do once you're like handling things like a social life like a career like traveling like you know wanting to have your own routines within a day it, like, there's not someone checking you <laughs> checking on you all the time that is that is just easier <laughs> to like live out when you live on your own and like i don't know i don't know if you want to comment on like for those who are you know dealing with the same kind of guilt as we are like what i guess some like pieces of advice is, advice would be but it's just like one of those things that i think benefits both parties like i actually do know of a friend who uh recently left their space and it kind of came with the same kind of guilt mm-hmm. and it's it's something that helped both parties' mental health and like yeah, in, in a yeah. in a way. And like one thing that they found is that when you do when they do see their family, when they do actually come home to visit, because that's not like something that stops happening the second yeah, you move exactly, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, is that they uh felt like that that time together was a lot more like higher quality because exactly. you know that like you have this window of time with them that it happens occasionally now, but you end up having like a better relationship with that. Yeah. With, you know your family so i like i think that's a huge thing to like keep top of mind when you're tackling those emotions yeah i think that i don't know i don't know if there's a way to not feel guilty because i haven't (laughs) found it um i think it's just something you have to deal with like you just have to deal with it but also remind yourself that it's okay like to feel guilty like that just means you're a caring person like it's not a bad thing but it shouldn't stop you from doing something that will benefit you you know what i mean like i think you just have to everybody's everybody's situation is different like so you have to look at your own situation and see what is more beneficial for you and you know and like people there are people who shouldn't live with their parents like there are people who live in in you know families that are not they're not good for their mental health they can live with abusive in abusive situations and so like if they have the opportunity to leave they should leave and they shouldn't feel trapped in in their home um but then like in my situation i know that i have it good and so like sometimes i'm like why am i taking that for granted like why am i why am i feeling like i need to leave when i know i have it good like i have a loving and supportive family you know like but there's it's still that feeling of like not having my own space and I'm not I don't feel like a full adult yeah it's you know a, what it's I mean a, like I don't know how to explain a, it it's a quality of life thing I think ultimately like yeah not to say that like what your current situation is like not of quality but it's it's just there's something I like I don't think having to explain to people like what owning your own space feels like and it's like that yeah. nice it's an empowering feeling to own your own space to be in control of it and yeah. to like keep up your own like I don't know it's just it, your day-to-day life is it's like it feels a yeah, lot more yeah and like even for me like better. i can think of specific situations like 
I don't have control of who enters my home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have control. If someone's gonna come and visit my parents, I'm there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I can't, yeah. and you can't just like stay in your room because that's rude. Um, you know, <laughs> culturally. <laughs> so, so it's like, I don't have control who enters my home. If I don't want to see people, I don't have a choice. Yeah. Like, you know, I have to interact with the people in my house because again, that's rude. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, you know, you feel like you just want to be alone. You don't want to talk to anybody. And if you live in a home with multiple people, yeah. you can't really avoid that. So again, it's that idea of control. And also I had a taste of living alone. Yeah. When I was in, yeah. when I did my exchange, mm-hmm. I was, I lived alone for six months. Yeah. Um, and then I also lived alone. Well, not alone. I lived with the my friend um for a little bit when i was in budapest in 2019 so like i have had the feeling of living alone and i've had the experience so and i know how much i enjoy it yeah so there's that (laughs) yeah i also think like well for me i i never ended up like going away for school like i never i'd never like lived on a campus or like Mm -hmm. moved out so i feel like there's part of me who's like always wanted that experience Yeah, yeah exactly um and also i think yeah it's like i feel like i got the taste through traveling and like i mean we uh did the airbnb thing in toronto yes, yes. for a while and it, like the both of us looked at each other it's like what like what it would be to own a condo in toronto <laughs> yeah. like it's just we got like a bit of that so yeah. um i don't know it's just I, like i i think it's like a, a little self-explanatory but it's like one of those things that i'm hoping i think with our generation like once our generation has kids like it's it's oh it's, yeah it's something to like we'll get over um but it's it's definitely it's definitely a, a hurdle for a lot of women, and I and I just think like prioritize your own peace like is is one yes, thing, and yes. like again not to say that you like everybody comes from like a terrible household or one of those things no. or it's difficult, but it's just it's it's in the s- simple small things that makes your mm-hmm. life easier. Um, but I did want to talk about uh, some of the things that me and Iman look forward to should that day come that we move out mm-hmm. uh, and have our own spaces. But <laughs> I wanted I wanted to like pivot to something like what are the dream things, Iman? let's imagine you have your dream condo whatever it looks like in toronto and or wherever yeah. and you like what is like the first few things you would prioritize that you can't currently do living in i don't know okay well parents? well okay i would well i mean i would decorate i would decorate my home a lot differently than how my obviously family home is decorated um like obviously my my family likes a lot of browns <laughs> a lot of enough with the neutral <laughs> no it's not even that but it's like just uh, yeah and there's a lot like you know i don't know how to explain it but it's it's very much an ethnic home like you can tell it's yeah. an ethnic home. and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that like I, I like the way my home looks but i think if it was me i think it would be a little bit less like a little bit more minimal yeah um and i would love to put up like art on the walls and i have so many like prints and stuff in my room that yeah. i would put a- around the house rather than just in my room yeah. like i feel like if you walk into my room you're like whoa <laughs> it's like <laughs> pictures and this and this and this so like it would be nice to spread that kind of um around the house mm-hmm. and i'm not like i'm not one to think too much about like color palettes and stuff but i think it would be pretty neutral yeah in the sense of like you know like cream and like not too much white because i'm messy and like that wouldn't work um, <laughs> but like kind of like how you your room is your room. Your like, home. I like the way your room is like it has like some wood yeah. and it has like some like color here and there but like most of it's neutral but it has pops of color I really enjoy that Yay. Um, and then oh I would like I would deck it out with the technology like Oof, oof. This is where my money would go. <laughs> like, go. that's where I'm like, I would Are you thinking like sound t- system? Sound system, okay, TV. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And Amazing. also, like, I'm 
Okay, but I'm terrible because she like anything when it comes to like electronics in the house, like I will buy it. Anything. Like I want a coffee machine, I want like you know, like a, a, an electric milk frother. I feel, I feel like I walk into your home and everything's automated. Everything's automated, like everything. I love, like you know, like the 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 smart um, thermometers. Yeah, yeah. And like you're gonna get those talking fridges. I get the top. Literally, you don't understand. I'm, Alexa. There's so many things in the technological world. Like the appliances are insane, and that's where all my money would go. I love um, but yeah, and just like okay. I don't know. Yeah, it would just be like something. I don't need something too big. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like to have like two bedrooms at least, because I could do like a bedroom in an office, or like if I, in this economy, need a roommate. Yeah, to split it. Actual fact. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah, and I think that would be it. Would be very different, like when I'm living alone. What my home would look like when I'm living alone versus if I were to ever have you know get married and have a family. That'd be something. That's something else. But like when I'm living alone. I um, it, this just reminded me and like side note for us, but also future episode maybe for us. I want us to do like a we've never done like a vision board episode where we that's true. Where we go like here's I've never done a vision thing. board in my life, so that'd be that'd be. And first you love Pinterest though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I when I say I love, I don't love Pinterest. Like I occasionally am on okay, Pinterest. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll explore this. <laughs> It was a denial by her Pinterest love. I don't know what this is. But yes, no, we need to do that in another episode and talk like big picture. Yes. But um, that. We, that would be so much fun. But I, for in terms of, yes. So a living space, the first thing definitely comes to mind is interior design. Yes. If you haven't told this is I would get space. Rosie to design my space. <gasps> yeah. Guys, oh, can we do a vlog? And like, I'm like, okay, yeah, sorry. When I, when I hopefully one day. Yeah, when yeah, I yeah, get, no, no. Oh, you get me excited. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my God, guys. Ooh, sorry. Um, I would love to, yes, like this whole project of like, my own room was its own like thing that I was thinking about for so long. Mm. And like, I mean, these, these pieces would follow me everywhere I go, but like, yeah, I, I, as someone who's just like generally creative, like in that extends to like furniture and like designing a space. So that's like number one thing that pops up in my head, especially like condo life, like bougie, like, yeah. oh, and like windows and overseeing condo, like that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds so much fun. Um, but besides that, for me, it's just like, I'm a very social person. So like the idea of like, yes, living Inviting, with a roommate, yeah. but also, yeah, like hosting Having small host. things. Oh, like, I would love to host. Right? I would have all the board games. That's exactly what I thought of immediately. <laughs> like, yes, like gaming night, board games, like again, someone who like, yeah, I have a Switch. Like we both love oh, yes, Switch yes, party. Yes, oh, yes, it'd be so much so fun. fun. I love cooking. I love like, yeah, just like the idea of having a space for our friends to hang out yeah. and like, it, that doesn't involve us all meeting at a restaurant or us all yes like, oh especially like fun fact when you get older to eat. your friends like also move farther apart yeah you tend too. to like have and like their own schedules and yeah, exactly yeah. it's a whole ordeal but if, like, if someone has a spot it's then we so can all easier yes me. yeah so i that's a uh, huge thing's always like top of mind for me and like yeah like even just having like roomy days is like such a cute thing yeah, yeah. um yeah, so like you doing having a spa day, girls' night, yeah, whole thing. <laughs> where would it. you would you live downtown? Is that like your where you think of when you move out? Would you go downtown? E- downtown Toronto? Yeah, don't live in. Uh, yes, Toronto. yeah, but I like I wouldn't be so if it was just like just outside of it, like GTA, I wouldn't be a, a, a like yeah bothered yeah. by that. But I'm thinking like I'm thinking dream state. Like the ideal ideal includes like 
the whole view and like being close to the city and like commuting yeah. for the most part is like by bus subway because like that's the easiest way. Yeah. But that would be it. I, I honestly love. I, I was gonna say like I the, for the I would love to live downtown like you know with our experience you know with our Airbnbs and stuff. But I am fine with staying like in Scarborough. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's or like I wouldn't mind being in like the. Well, young Scarborough's and... not that. That's what I mean. But that's not far outside. Tor- yeah. Downtown. Also, it depends on where you are in Scarborough because Scarborough is quite large. Yeah. Like, and obviously, if you're, uh, again, if you're not from like the GTA, Scarborough is just a part of Toronto. Yeah. Um, but it's like in the east, and it's it's quite large. Mm-hmm. Um, because it goes like all the way to Pickering. But I would go like close, like where I live right now in Scarborough, which I will not say on camera. Yeah. I mean, don't dox, don't dox. Not gonna dox myself. But um, where I live now in Scarborough, I would. That's a good area because it's like, you know, pretty populated. It's, it's a really diverse community, um, and you're kind of close to everything. Close to the, you're close to the, close to downtown. Yeah. But you're close to, yeah. So I, I like that area. I wouldn't mind living there, or like Young and Steel's area. Yeah. Like yeah. North York, Bougie. Mm-hmm. That'd mm-hmm. be nice. Also, I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, sorry. Like, sorry. Continue. Come on. Sorry. Yeah, just I got kidding. excited. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. No, and like, the other big thing is just like yeah. having the space to do, I know this is super nerdy, but like, to do projects and like being able to just like move furniture aside, uh, yes. set up an easel, move furniture aside to like put shit on the ground and start like doing whatever it is that I want to, like, just like the not feeling like your your messiness or like your is your hobbies yeah is like literally forcing somebody else to like yeah so like the idea of having a second space just for like just for an art studio or just for like a mm. whatever or like i mean ideally it would be for like a roommate but like it's yeah just being able to like own the space and not like feeling like yeah oh you're yeah. gonna ruin the carpet like well, or just being able to leave the sinks the dishes in the sink for like five seconds yes. <laughs> <laughs> not the most passive aggressive thing we've ever said in our lives that's so funny it's like if it's yeah. in there for more than five minutes it all hell breaks loose <laughs> uh, yeah and then knowing us it'd be like uh our uber eats habits are so bad see here's so the bad. thing i like to tell myself that if i were to live alone that Yo, i would I? have my own like having my own kitchen <laughs> space would encourage me to cook more because yeah. i feel like i don't cook as often because like I just it feels like I don't know it just doesn't feel like my space yeah no which I is an excuse that. I know but like <laughs> you know it's just nice to have your own space as we keep on no saying. no 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 that's no, literally no. the point of this whole no thing. I definitely I'd like to think I'd cook more often too yeah yeah but um I don't know with this economy <laughs> with this economy this economy how many times you say it it's honestly terrible like and this to pivot but like it's it's pretty topical like the housing slash like just everything market here is insane okay like sucks that like we are going towards a recession yes but like it's actually crazy you can't we can't own homes like our parents at our our age already owned homes i know and it's like now we were born and raised here and we can't even own a home here and it's actually insane like homes are if a nice home let's okay a nice home is already over a million dollars for you to own a a, a home over a million dollars you need to have 20 percent saved to put as your down payment Mm -hmm. that's over two hundred thousand dollars yeah yeah and then if you don't have the 20 percent down you're and on top of that you have to be making over two hundred thousand dollars annual income so 
even if you have the 20% down, if you're not making the annual income, the bank will not loan you the mortgage. So it's like, sorry, this is this is me, like this is my deep dive on TikTok, like the realtor, the realtor space on TikTok. Because I'm pissed. You know, what, you know what I want the edit to be? You know like when the, like the big algebra is right over, over you. The math. <laughs> I would love that. I would no, fucking but, like, love that. It's actually insane. Like even because I, this is my thing because like, if I I want to right now, I want to own something. Like mm-hmm. if even if it's a condo, I'm like personally, I'm looking for a two bed, two bath condo right now to own. Okay. Ooh, two and bath. yes, yeah. two bath. Because if I want to, you know, rent it out or like have a roommate, they have their own bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's easier, right? Yeah. And like right now, the market is kind of dipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have seen some decreases, but it's still insane because people are trying. Everybody wants to buy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and also as me (laughs) as me as an individual like with my income even with my parents as co-signers and things like that you still don't get a lot from the bank the bank does not want to give you well i mean considering we also have a mortgage so yeah you know that's also it depends on your debts as well but like it's not easy i'm just saying it's not easy and it's not fun um and literally (laughs) every day i'm on like all the sites looking for something and they'll be like oh i found something cool and then I'll be like, I'll try to set up a viewing and then it gets sold. And I'm like, oh, it's actually thing. insane. It's a whole thing. I think um, that, I mean, that that's part of it that makes it complex beyond like the guilt part. It's just the reality. Yeah, it's of, the reality of, of the your finances. It's a financial part. Um, no, yeah, just to, I think the point being that like, yes, like the finances are tough. Um, and like, that's part of what makes moving out or living independently difficult but it's just also the reality that even um it's not expected that by like your mid-20s or even in like it takes like until you like your mid-30s to really figure out your career and like what you want your life to really look like yeah because people are taking different paths or changing jobs the pandemic just happened which was you know really difficult for certain people um so i think the expectation of where you should be in your life in this like around our age really differs for different people And I also think that like the, I don't know, like the, the rhetoric around millennials and like why we're so poor (laughs) is like, it's either you have no life and you like save every penny so that you can hopefully one day own something. Yeah. Or you're in the wrong because you're like going out with your friends or you're buying a coffee or, you know, like you're not saving that $4 on that coffee to towards your million dollar house. Like and it doesn't make sense like you yeah. why should you have to sacrifice having a social life yeah just so that you can potentially not even it's not even guaranteed that you'll still get the yeah. house right yeah and so that you can potentially own something in the city and yeah. so like we're seeing a lot of people go out like i have friends who live in bowmanville mm-hmm. bowmanville <laughs> bowmanville like, shout out actually don't and cities like you know east like ajax pickering those are now still now these are becoming cities that are now expensive right yeah exactly um, or areas that are now expensive now that's the other thing too is we all say this on beast is like the the availability of like affordable housing especially like if you're looking for to mortgage a house it's likely not within yeah it's not within the radius that you'd want it to be yeah and they didn't prepare us for this. <laughs> no one prepared us for this. Like, we were not given the tools. Yeah. And I think, and you know, not to go into, like, a rant and um, potential conspiracy theory. But, um, like, I feel like this is all on purpose. Like, just keeping us in the cycle of debt. You know uh, what I, I mean? Gotcha, yeah. keeps, the, keeps the rich rich. 
you know, and the poor poor and like yeah. the middle is not is there a middle class anymore? Who knows? Yeah. Um but it's it's very difficult. It's a good and I think the point being is it's a complex situation depending on where you, who you are and like what your financial situation is and also where you want to live and what you want your future to look like. What stability means to one person means something completely different to someone yes, else. Yes, yes. And like... Yeah. yeah, and you know, I actually saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, what is affordable to someone or like what is considered affordable yeah. is not the same. People don't have the same mindset. Like, yeah. I, and I was thinking I think about it because they were saying, they were, I think they were doing it in the context of like relationships yeah. because yeah. like when you, obviously ask when you're getting person. in, you're asking yeah. a person to see like what their threshold for spending money is and stuff like that. And so someone was like, a good question is like, how much would you spend on X? Like pick something. So yeah. if me and Razia were to, I were to ask Razia, like how much would you spend on a purse? Mm-hmm. Like what is considered expensive yeah. for a purse for you? I would say like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Someone might say expensive is a thousand. Like that's not even my my realm of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. So no, like, it's a completely fair the question. idea of affordability is very different for different people. Um, it's but... all like, within lifestyle too, right? Like it's yeah. like it's like what. Yeah, it's like how how important is fashion in some one sense? Like not all of us are foodies, we fucking are. But and like <laughs> you know, like travel, like it's all it's all part of this bigger picture of like yeah. I, like I know we were talking about guilt at the get go, but it's like, but it all it's part of the same picture of like wanting to live your life that you feels high quality to you without having to feel like it's this completely selfish endeavor that yeah. you constantly want these things for yourself. But yeah, and if, I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe you you can label it selfish, but like, okay, then be selfish. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> another potential title for like, this episode. Be selfish. It's like. Especially Muslim women, we yeah. are always consistently told. Yeah. And like when I say told, I don't mean outright. People are not telling us like, oh, you're, you know. Actually, sometimes we're being told outright that you're being selfish. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I feel like it's in the way that we were brought up and raised. It's always considered like the way we see our mothers and our aunts and anybody older than us, older women and stuff. We're we're shown that we have to be like humble and cater to the needs of our families and like yeah. to other people before ourselves. And it's like, if you cater to your needs first, you're seen as selfish. But you know what? No. Okay? Yeah. We need to be selfish. Because at the end of the day, no one is going to live your life for you. Like, I did, like and this is this is why when it comes to back to this whole thing of, like, doing things that your parents may not approve of. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they don't want you to do because they want you to stay home. Listen, at the end of the day, who's gonna, like, no one's gonna, your parents aren't gonna be here forever, first of all. Like, like that's a really yeah. morbid thought like and but unfortunately <laughs> that that's what it is like people are not going to be here forever so if you hinge your you know desires and things on people you're never going to feel fulfilled because they're going to leave one way or the other and then you're going to be left with oh like i never did anything for myself and that's that's it <laughs> like and again it's easier said than done to yeah. to do things that make you uncomfortable and yeah. like make you feel bad and all that stuff but at the end of the day you just have to you have to get get to this point where you're like okay either i'm gonna do it or i'm gonna regret it for the rest of yeah. my life it's a it's a very TikToky thing right now but it's like that that one that's going viral right now it's like um i'll you know i might have spent a lot of money but i'll make it back up but yes. i won't make very up. dangerous thought, i will <laughs> i yes but i won't make up being like, in my twenties again. Yeah, exactly. Like, is the idea, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like, oh, you know, I I might never, or I'll get this money back, but I would never, I'm never gonna be twenty in like Spain or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Which exactly. again, that's dangerous because 
uh, you not everybody has the same financial situation so it's like but like at the but the, the sentiment the is sentiment there. is true it's yeah. like you either you do something now or you're gonna think in the future oh what if i did that you know what i mean and obviously you always have to weigh the pros and cons you have to be rational about things like you shouldn't put yourself into like crippling debt to do something you know what i mean because at the end of the day like I, that's gonna be your responsibility either yeah. way right so yeah so you just have to you have to take measured measured risks i would say look at that measured risks everybody today's lesson measured measured risks, risks. <laughs> um so yeah i don't know we don't have the solution we don't yeah. but i would say if you are listening to this and you are a muslim woman who's still living at home and you're kind of feeling trapped and you feel like you're not like you know your true self yet it's okay it's okay for you to live at home like save your money yeah. do what you need to do to provide a better future for yourself you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah. and like prioritize you prioritize like don't feel prioritize yourself it's a hard thing to work on guilt but and don't feel like you need to be pressured into marriage to leave your home okay because she a lot of, what she no said. a lot no, of people are doing that especially not i find that there's like a lot and i'm not gonna say all of them are doing this just to leave their house but a lot of young women are getting married now and some of them it's because they want to leave their homes and but it's, them, it's it a try to freedom. but you know it's a try to thing it's, a, it's exactly to get freedom it's yeah. a yeah it awards you the freedom but sometimes they get into these relationships and their husband ends up being wanted. exactly like their parents <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah. you know like it ends up being like an abusive relationship or a very controlling and manipulative relationship so yeah. like you should never use marriage as an excuse to get out of your home you just need to make like you need to do it for yourself you your if you want person. to leave your home then you need to do it for yourself don't find a guy <laughs> to get you out because like we don't trust men like that okay? <laughs> <laughs> there's so many good fucking one like said we this that I we're not hinging them. we're not hinging our dreams <laughs> on men please I love that. I love it. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I we hope that this was insightful to you for those who yeah. probably might have been also thinking about the same topic as us for a while. Um, feel free to leave a comment and uh, and tell us what we should be talking about next. Like yeah. uh, we we have we re- revisited topics like this every so often, and if there's something that like in and around culture and like just our community in general, we're happy to talk about it. Yeah. And um, leave some leave some co- like advice if you've done this. If you if you've yeah, broken actually. free. <laughs> Actually, it's a great Leave point. some advice for the listeners and for us below. Yeah, share your story. About, yeah, share your story. How did you do it? Or like, how are you managing it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Especially after having the after yeah, yeah. perspective. That's great. Um, but as usual, you can find us on our, all of our socials. That's like YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And then you can listen to our podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, we're also on TikTok um, and yeah. on at Talkaholics Pod or Talkaholics Studios, depending on where you look um and yeah thanks for watching we'll talk to you guys next nope we might say that again because that wasn't english (laughs) we'll talk to you guys in the next one (laughs) bye